Welcome to Too Old for TikTok, the podcast where two 30-year-olds guide you through the latest trends, creators, and stories from the TikTok universe. I'm Melissa Rosen. And I'm Dina Greenbaum. Somebody come get them. They're too old for TikTok. Somebody come get them. They're too old for TikTok. Hi, Melissa. Hello, Dina. How are you? I'm great. I had such a lovely week and the highlight was going to Kathy Pedrias' book launch party. Now, she was a guest on our podcast way back in our infancy of the podcast and she's since blown up on TikTok. She has millions of followers and her book is called The Mom Friend Guide to Everyday Safety and Security, Tips from the Practical One in Your Squad. This is basically her TikTok, her safety tips and everything she does so well on TikTok in a book form. And it's so exciting. She basically got this book deal because her TikTok blew up. And the greatest part of her event was she has cultivated all these friendships with New York City TikTokers. So I got to meet so many amazing TikTokers at this event. And I will say the one thing I was very impressed and surprised by is how nice everyone is and how every single one of them said they help each other and it's just this community that is like beautiful and lovely people of various ages various types of like niche content but all kind of work together and have this beautiful tiktok community you know i feel like we continually see that and hear that but it never ceases to surprise us. I think we're yeah. just so used to that cutthroat entertainment industry where it's like only one can prevail. Right. But it really does feel like in the social media, TikTok world in particular, they've realized that helping each other is really the way to succeed. Like everybody is happy to share their experience, to promote other people. And it really, it's like another microcosm of just why we love TikTok. Exactly. And we will definitely get some of them on the podcast now because all of them were very excited about the podcast and love talking about TikTok. So I was nervous going to the event alone without my co-host Melissa, but then everyone was so welcoming and Kathy just makes everyone feel at home. And what a great little TikTok community. Oh my gosh, that makes me so happy. I wish I was there, but I mean, you know, me and Dina are connected in our souls, so I feel like I was there. <laughs> you were there in spirit. Yes, in spirit. And yeah, I'll get to meet everybody you met. We'll have them on the podcast. All our listeners can meet them too. So it, it will all come for full circle. Yes, yes. Melissa, how's your week been? You had a really big week. <laughs> it's good. I started a new job at a marketing agency this week, and so they market for e-commerce businesses and they're really into TikTok and content creation and one of the guys on my team is specifically creating videos and he creates TikToks and YouTube and already like I was freaking out telling Dina that in the Slack channel they were already sharing like TikTok updates there was a new update mm-hmm. on how ad revenue is going to be shared with creators in TikTok and I was just like whoa Dina this job is actually not only great for my own career, but this is going to really even help us just learn more about TikTok from a different angle. So it was really good. 
I'm so happy to hear that. Yet again, TikTok just coming full circle in the best of ways. Absolutely. Yeah. And it's very apropos. Last week we had on Austin Armstrong, who specifically works in marketing on TikTok. And so, so much of what he said is relevant to my new job. So be excited to see how small businesses and growing businesses use TikTok for advertising. I love that. All right, shall we dive into some trends and audios this week? Let's do it. Shall we start with the presumed song of the summer? The presumed song of the summer from the queen of TikTok, yes, Lizzo. In a minute, I'ma need a sentimental man or woman to pump me up. Feeling fussy, walking in my Balenciennes, trying to bring out the fabulous. Cause I give a fuck, wait so much. I'ma need like two shots in my cup. Wanna get- I love this song so much. It is the song of the summer. Actually, last night I went out and it was, it's been a while since like I've been in a place with a DJ. Well, that's not true. I was just at a bachelorette party. But anyway, in New York, I guess. And anytime a Lizzo song came on, like everyone blew up and started dancing. And that's what this song is. Like she hits it on the head every time. And of course, she's the queen of TikTok. So a user made a dance and the dance is, you can't escape it. The dance is everywhere. And the user's at Jadine Gomez. <laughs> Why did you say that's so weird? Jadine <laughs> Gomez, I think. Sorry, Melissa's much better at pronouncing users than I am. Well, it's a great dance. It is. It's a super fun dance. Should we learn it? I feel like we could. It's not. Doesn't seem no, too this hard. one's hard. Oh, okay. Oh my god, I disagree. This one seems really difficult. Well, if I tried to learn it from Jaden Gomez's dance, I would be like, oh my gosh, no, this looks too hard. But in other iterations, people like slow it down. They do it more simply. I feel like you and I, like there's parts of it that just sort of look like the Macarena. Like it's just like pointing, <laughs> hold your chest. Like I think we could maybe learn it. Yeah, I could do a Macarena. Anything above that level of difficulty, I cannot do, as you know. Yeah, I think we should try it. I mean, I will say, though, as much as I love this song, the song that's actually been stuck in my head ever since I heard it is this Wiggle Wiggle audio that is also trending on TikTok. Yes, it is stuck in my head, too. It's so catchy. I I have rapped in a program I did, a Weird Weekends episode about rap. Can you remember any of the rap that you did? My money don't jiggle jiggle, it folds. I'd like to see you wiggle wiggle, for sure. And make you want to dribble dribble, you know. Riding in my beer, you really have to see it. Six feet two in a compact, no slack. But luckily the seats go back, I got a knack to relax in my mind. Sitting down red, red wine. Nice. Dina, you have to, do you know more about this? Like, cause it's from an, a TV interview. Do you know any more than that? Yeah, I did a little deep dive. Well, I won't call it deep. I'll call it a medium dive, a shallow dive. <laughs> but Duke and Jones are these music producers and they're really big on TikTok and they just basically add auto-tune to like random things. So they found this interview and they added auto-tune to it. And because it blew up, the guy who was in the interview who was doing this wiggle wiggle rap, he joined TikTok and now 
has since blown up. His name is, how would you say it? Um, Louis Thoreau. It could be Louis, but okay. Yeah, Louis or Louis Thoreau. Okay. He his handle is official Louis Thoreau. Everyone's doing a little dance to it. He did a dance. He uh, duetted with Snoop Dogg. Did it. It's great. Yeah. I, I. I mean, I don't really know who this guy is. He's you know clearly like a TV guy, but I'm not sure beyond that. I think everybody talks about how things in a British accent just seem more proper and formal. So a lot of people even doing this dance, it's like they're doing it with a straight face. They're doing it really straight laced looking. So it sort of lends itself to that like British prim and proper, but at the same time, like they're doing a TikTok dance and like getting dirty with some of the moves. Yeah, okay. Here's actually a little more about this guy. He is a British American documentary filmmaker, journalist, broadcaster, podcaster, rapper, and author. So, and he's received two British Academy Television Awards. Oh, wow. So he's like a rapper. He's in legit. His bio. Huh. I think that's it's on his website, and he might have like added that to like his newfound fame right. as a rapper. Right. But no, I mean, the interview is literally him saying, I'm rapping. Yeah. So, like, yeah. Who are we to say he's not? I mean, he is. He, he, is, a, he is. He's, he's a, a rapper. Song. Yeah. I, I, I love it. I love this song. Such a good song. TikTok, again, is the perfect medium for this to blow up and become super popular. The next thing we're going to talk about is a celebrity on TikTok who is not verified. <laughs> um but it comes as no surprise, I'm sure, that both Dean and I are a fan of Seth Rogen. He is on TikTok now at, at SethRogen1000. His bio reads, I'm Seth Rogen. I'm not verified because TikTok sent weird papers I didn't sign. I've discovered his TikTok actually because of Instagram. He was like, oh, I'm on TikTok and it's actually me, but I'm just not getting verified because I'm lazy. And he uses it to promote his pottery, which is the cutest thing in the world. I think it's, I just, I, I could watch this all day. I love it. He's so serious. Like if you look mm-hmm. at his face, he's got a few videos of him at the bench using the clay to make the pots. And he's just so intently focused on it. It's really pretty cool. And I've seen so many people in the comments, exactly like you were saying, they were like, I was so mesmerized by the pottery, I didn't even realize this was Seth Rogen. (laughs) Because TikTok is a great place. They've got all that sort of like ASMR stuff, you know, where it's like, they'll show, we, we did, we spoke about one time with the paint and the soap, people like scrape soap and people will like pop certain balls and there's paint in them (laughs) (laughs) not describing great but the pottery falls in line with that because he's got this pottery wheel and you're just watching it spin and he's glazing something or he's like taking off a small piece of clay on the pottery so it's one of those things where you would just fall on it on tiktok and oh wow this is interesting this is a mesmerizing video and then you realize is that seth broken like what um and i love the comments like people have just said like is this really you and he just responds it's me <laughs> like he's just very deadpan great comments on all his videos too yeah he's promoting his gloopy ashtray which is cool like his pottery is genuinely like top notch i would buy some of it 
Yeah. Maybe, like, yeah, he's starting to use his business, promoting his business on TikTok. Promoting his small business. Great yeah, marketing. he's a small business owner. Yeah, yeah his his website for his, to buy his stuff is on there, so... TikTok's the right plot place for it. I saw somebody saying like, oh my God, Seth Rogen is in pottery talk. Like once <laughs> yeah. he gets onto the right side of TikTok, it's definitely going to be people who can appreciate his, his pottery. Yeah, there was a phase where I kept getting served just like really hot guys without their oh, shirts yeah. doing pottery. I don't get that anymore. But now maybe Seth is kind of filling that gap in my For You page now. Yeah, I love it. So I was surprised to see, you know, when you open the Discover page, you get, you know, a couple of hashtags that are trending and Jewish talk was one of them. And it was because of Passover. So there were a lot of Passover videos and usually religion or a place is highlighted. But Jewish talk is is a fun place to be. There's a great account Fakakta Apartments, and she takes you through all these New York City apartments, and her commentary is amazing. Here's a great one. Milk and the meat. There we go. That's how we know we're talking real talk here now. We got the milchik and the fleischik. Oh, hello. It's you again, and welcome back to another Fakakta Apartment, and do I have a Fakakta Apartment for you. Are you ready for this? We got a window in the living room. Look at that, ladies and gentlemen. Overlooking the wall. That's right. It's another brick in the wall. Oh, nice bars on the windows. Look at that. You're safe and secure. You need a lot of light in your bedroom? No, you don't. You don't even have to buy blackout curtains. That's how little light this apartment gets. We got parquet floors, my people. We got parquet floors in the building. Parquet floors in the building. That's right. You got a buzzer. Got an intercom buzzer. You could talk, listen, and press the door to buzz people in for packages. For $18.85 a month, you are hashtag winning with this apartment. Let me tell you, on a second floor walk up, and you know what you have? that all your friends don't have in New York, you got a washer dryer in your kitchen. That's right, you got a washer dryer in the kitchen. Wow. I love that of all the names and handles you can't pronounce, you just were like, Fakakta. <laughs> of course, I know how to pronounce that. Because uh, it's a Yiddish word. It means like, yeah. sort of what, like messy or weird? It means, yeah, like I wanted to say fucked up, yeah. but it's like, it's not fucked up. It's just like off. Something that's weird, exactly. Okay. Yeah, so it's, I mean, it's a funny account, and it's like, yeah, only in New York would this account work. And she pointed out, even in this video, definitely somebody kosher used to live there. There was, like, separate stuff for meat and dairy. So, yeah, her account is great. She just posts videos throughout New York that are absolutely insane. Um, Mm -hmm. You know, definitely hashtag only in New York. But, yeah, it was cool to see Jewish talk trending. I think, like... I always just spend Passover with your family and we have our own little (laughs) tradition with the Seder plate and the Haggadah. So to see other people sharing their culture and, you know, hey, maybe it's like the Mormon thing. It's like you don't when you're in your own bubble, you don't realize that other people actually could be interesting, interested in just how you celebrate or how you show your faith. So it'd be cool to think that there are people on Jewish talk now who just like didn't know what Passover was and now this is interesting to them and they're able to see how different people celebrate it so yay for TikTok yeah I totally agree it's making the world feel a little smaller and it broadens everyone's horizons including mine with you mentioned learning about Mormons and learning about like 
where other people live, like the Antarctica people oh who God, live there. Like, yeah, so stuff like that. It's just really fascinating to see. So, I mean, all of this is definitely hitting stuff. We uh, it was already in our realm, to be fair. Seth Rogen, Jewish talk. This next thing we're going to talk about: Bethany Frankel <laughs> giving uh, makeup reviews. You know, we we we're big fans of Bethany. She's a New Yorker. She's not Jewish, but, like, she basically is. Um, So, yeah, we loved this one video she posted recently, and it it caught a lot of people's attention. They were saying it's basically an anti-influencer post. Five products not worth the money. Dior lip oil, not worth it. Tom Ford glitter balm soleil, not worth it. Olivia Shantakai, $92 powder highlighter, $8 goes to charity. You can donate your own money to charity. Not worth it. Huda powder, not Huda cherry blossom powder, not worth it. Charlotte Tilbury, these sponge products, this under eye concealer and other sponge products, not worth it. I specifically like these reviews because she is paying for all the materials herself so she's really just giving you her opinion and like yeah she's a millionaire so let her you know she is doing charitable work but also like this is great too let her pay for these things I'm not gonna try all of these items and I'm really bad at makeup so if she could say like I've tried it and like this is not worth the money like I'm here for that I think this is so valuable too and there's so many people in the comments saying like this really is an opinion that we need because you automatically assume that because these products are luxury, because they're expensive, they must be the best of the best. But to be able to hear somebody who is not endorsed in any way, and like you said, yeah, she just has a lot of money. She's bought these products because she was like, oh, it's a luxury brand, you know, she wanted to try it. But then to give advice to people who, for them, spending this much money on concealer or lip gloss, whatever it is, is a lot more than it would be for Bethany to spend that money. So I definitely, people were really thanking her in the comments that like, you know, they were about to splurge on something and they're happy that they didn't, that they tried something else. So once again, Bethany just really doing a service for us all. Indeed. I'm sad. I I do miss her on the Housewives because I feel like that is where she belongs. So it's nice to like see like an old pal on TikTok, like (laughs) see her there. But I do wish she was back on Bravo maybe one day, but probably not. The last thing we need to talk about, and this is this is old, but it's, you know, huge on TikTok was the Met Gala. So many videos and people were posting in real time, like reviews of dresses and things like that. What stood out for me is all the Kim K posts, uh, of course. There was controversial that she lost the 16 pounds in three weeks. Like, I personally do think that's terrible to just flaunt that out there when we're like against diet culture now. Like, read the room, Mm -hmm. Kim. Like, I think it's a big misstep. But yeah, a lot, a lot of videos on that and a lot of great, great reviews of all these outfits. Yeah, and you know, speaking of Kim K, it was crazy because she has a TikTok, but she just posted her first and only video on April 25th. 
and it already got like over 5 million views but it really was just her makeup artist mm-hmm. and they used the trending audio you know it was like am I an artist so you're an artist yeah are you good at it and then it cuts from her makeup artist to Kim basically showing off you know Kim's face is a work of art. Her hair and makeup are are a work of art, which I I agree with. Her makeup artist is damn good. Yeah, I th- it'll be interesting to see what else she posts on TikTok. I feel like she doesn't have time to do a strategy yet, and like that's why she's not doing it. I thought she would do something with the lead up to the Met Gala and post videos on the Met Gala. Uh, she hasn't yet, so I'm really curious to see what the strategy is for her and TikTok with this just one video so far i don't know you got me thinking now the way you even phrased that that she didn't read the room you know we're we're not okay with diet culture anymore crash diet culture anymore i don't know maybe the kardashians are uh are becoming irrelevant maybe they're they're going back to whence they came i I, because honestly my feelings towards them have shifted like i do not Uh, I don't admire them as much as I once did. And like, yeah, we've said from the get-go, anybody who's not embracing TikTok and getting on TikTok is going to be left behind. It very much is necessary as a celebrity and a persona. If you want to keep up, if you want to find new audiences to get on TikTok, you'd think Kim would be all about that. I don't know. I almost feel like the fact that she hasn't taken TikTok content to the next level is like a sign of her perhaps eventual demise i'll disagree that it's <laughs> that, that, that there's anywhere close to like a complete demise i think obviously maybe like falling out of popularity but like they're always making the headlines they're always in the news i think we're gonna still see them more and more especially with like pete davidson i feel like him is now only sort of likable because of Pete Davidson, like a lot of the coverage was like, look how cute Pete is. But also like, I never thought Pete was cute or cool. I don't, I mean, I just don't get it. Well, that's a whole other topic. I mean, I don't, it's honestly, I keep thinking of that one TikToker we love who does like, she'll call out relationships. Like she used to work in PR or she still does. And she was like, yeah, this is, this is not a a real relationship. Like this is just made for gossip columns this is part you know sort of a part of their celebrity is that they enter into these relationships with people it's more of just a PR move to me that's like very obvious that's what Kim and Pete are doing I don't know it's just I guess in the world of TikTok where it's like authenticity reigns I just feel like everything that family does is so forced and fake and Maybe in the beginning and why I liked their show earlier on was because I did actually feel like they were being authentic on a reality show. I thought it it really was interesting seeing a family interact, but I think they've just lost all of that for me. Everything seems so planned and forced. Yeah, I agree. I think the word authentic is really where it's at. And that's what every TikToker that we have on this podcast, they're always their advice is 
be your authentic self. And actually, it's it's so funny because Kim did the opposite in her first video when she's like, I'm a work of art. Nothing about me is authentic. And the same thing with wearing like the Marilyn dress. Like that's not, wasn't cool because of her. It was cool because of Marilyn and then her, like it's all very meta. But yeah, I think you're right. Yeah, you know what? Even if Kim takes a back seat, North's going to come right up. You know North's going to be a hit on TikTok in a few years. You know what? I'm I'm more, I'm watching Penelope. Oh. I'm watching for Penelope. Penelope and North are going to be this duo, but I think Penelope's going to like just steal the spotlight for some reason. I just have this feeling. Okay. I mean, her dad's Scott. So, yeah. You know. I, oh, I love Scott. I still love Scott. Of course. I was thinking actually the other day how, yes, Pete is like now this funny white guy in the Kardashians, but like that actually was Scott, you know, (laughs) 10, 15 years ago. We shouldn't, we can't forget about Scott. He was the original Pete Davidson of the family. So true and better looking. Yeah, I agree. But beauty's in the eye of the beholder. Melissa, did you have any favorite outfits from the Met Gala like what stood out to you honestly Dina I'm just like not that cool like I there was so many people at the Met Gala that I didn't even know who they were (laughs) (laughs) yeah but you didn't see like okay I I I could say I loved Alicia Keys's dress because it had the New York skyline on it and Blake Lively was gorgeous her and Ryan Reynolds there was one person who so that's the thing is I don't I'm too old for celebrities at this point in my life. <laughs> Too old for TikTok. There was one person who was like painted in gold. It was like body paint. Uh, Cara D- Divine, is that her name? Oh, Cara Delevingne. Yeah. I don't know. I thought that really just like was cool, especially with the theme. Yeah. I like their outfit. Okay, I didn't even see Kara's outfit, so... I don't know who that is, though, but I liked her Met Gala outfit. Is she a model? Yeah, she is a model. Page six says, The model showed up in a red Dior hot couture suit with tails, complete with a walking stick, but quickly showed off quite a surprise underneath and removed the jacket, and she was topless, and she was body-painted gold. Yeah, I actually didn't see this. Melissa, that's... This one's a pretty cool outfit. Oh, wow. Yeah, I didn't even know all the details about the outfit. I liked the walking stick, too. Yeah, I don't know. I guess I just felt a little underwhelmed. Like, a lot of the outfits were just, like, a gown. Which, like, okay, yeah, sure, you look beautiful. But I feel like the Met Gala, it's like, you gotta do something crazy. So, I like that this is really different. All right. That brings us to the end of episode 97. Thank you for listening and please check out our blog, the two olds for TikTok.com, the number two, the number four, and follow us on Instagram and on TikTok and share the pod with your friends and rate, review, and subscribe. Thanks, everyone. Bye.